Britney, bitch. Each Bay Alert, Bianca. Yo, yo, yo. You are now listening to the Up Late Podcast with Bianca and Brittany. The podcast about all things life, liberation, and late night discussions. Let's get it. Ladies, take it away. What's up, y'all? Happy uh, April. April, spring, we're officially, spring has sprung. We're getting warm weather. What else do we have? We have flowers now. Well, we have yeah. warm there like for a day or two. But yeah, we got plants, we got greenery happening outside. Yeah, it's 58 right now, so. Ooh, tomorrow's gonna be cold and 100% chance of rain, by the way. <laughs> yeah, like all day. Not like books. But I, I feel know. like, spring is coming like i think you know we're done with the snow yeah yeah it's gonna be beautiful how are you i am good i'm like moving the camera (laughs) it was too close um i'm good this week was very productive um okay this week was very productive i got a lot of work done i I don't know. I'm just happy. This was a good week. How was your week? My week was like, I, I feel like I expected it to be way busier, but it's been mm-hmm. kind of cool. I've like been ordering all this stuff off Amazon. So like, I'm going to be busy once all the stuff gets here. But <laughs> for now, it's been pretty chill. I mean, I like went to the beach a couple of times. Tell I me why. First of all, the beach is like a three minute walk from my house. Why? Right. On the way back, did Louis fall asleep while we were walking? <laughs> while we were walking, he just laid down and went. I was like, "It's the oh. I know you can make it three minutes. I know you can make it there." But he his little legs were tired. He had a long day. <laughs> he, we were there for like an hour and a half. I literally just went there to work out, and really? I did run around. But it was like really hot, so he was, yeah, he's yeah, he was done. Yeah, I worked but, out this week too. Only two days, but my legs are sore. <laughs> I need to go. You know, I'm trying, but I'm not trying that hard. I really do need to try a little harder though, because this summer I want to be like butt ass naked and everything. Yeah. I want to be just free. I'm very excited. And it's about to be here. Like if you're going to go Let hard me tell you. now, right? And I'm going, I'm holding very true to going everywhere and doing everything. And I mean that shit. Like I want to and I have to. I also need to find somewhere to live, but you know. <laughs> That's a whole nother story for a whole nother time. Which one comes first? I mean, like, they're both. Winnie was talking to me about that today because I told her I was going to buy that flight to Jamaica, like, today. But then I'm like, I should be responsible and not buy the first, like, expensive ass flight that I see. And she's like, Yeah, and you should also probably be thinking about your apartment too. I'm like, I mean, but there's other things coming. Here to go. She's like, I want to. They just want to live together. Winnie is Brittany's twin sister. They are identical. (laughs) If you guys have not met us in real life. They we'll are Brittany and Whitney, identical twins. And Whitney is fucking hilarious. And she's I want to be her. She's not that funny. <laughs> she is hilarious. She actually. said she was going to come on one of the episodes soon. So that'll be fun. I we should so. have her on like our 420 episode, like our launch. That would be That's her jam now. Right. <laughs> 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 she's the we kind of That's what she came in here for. She's like, where's the beat? <laughs> 
that's so funny because as long as I've known her Whitney like which is basically my whole entire life she was never like a smoker and so no now that she like is smoking all the time I just like I, so I would enjoy this that. is the person who swore up and down she couldn't get high who says something like that I can't yeah. get high <laughs> like she's I don't feel anything high as hell I don't feel anything I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe it just doesn't hit, you know, every, it doesn't have the same, re, uh, what is it? Reaction as everyone else. I'm like, girl, you're high. <laughs> okay. So do you want to jump right into the week then? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this week, our episode is all about the signs, the Zodiac sign. But to start, we are going to play a oldie but a goodie. We're going to play Mary Fuck Kill. <laughs> so do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I can go first. Let's see. Brittany. Okay. Who would you marry, fuck, or kill out of this group? This is the young young guys. Michael B. Drake. Ooh. Okay. Who? Drake. Okay. Gabriel Maddox. Who the fuck is that? He was, he's like an actor and he sings. He was on, uh, do you want to get away with murder? Yes. Wait. He like had been at the end of his little point at Gabriel Meadows. He was this kid. He like came in at the end looking fucking fine all the time. Oh, so this is the season I haven't watched yet. Yeah, I, but I see Girl, the clips, yeah. Okay, I don't. Him. Let me show you him with facial hair before you make a, a decision because... It's a whole nother story. It's a whole nother Ooh. story. He's cute. He is fine as hell. This is kind of like a picture of him with sort of facial hair. <laughs> he's cute though. You know who he looks like? That um, one boy, oh, he's like, famous. I don't know if he acts or something, but his name is um, Rome. Is oh yeah. Is that, him? is that him? Yeah, this is him. <laughs> I think that's his, like, oh, wait. I think Gabriel Maddox is. (laughs) (laughs) Gabriel Maddox is his name on this show. His his name is Rome Flynn in real life. (laughs) I'm over here, like, typing in Gabriel Maddox all on Google. (laughs) Who the fuck is this? Oh, that's funny. Yes, Rome Flynn. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't think of his name. So then I was like, I just Googled like, what's the dude from How to Get Away from Mur- with Murder? But I do know that he'd be like singing and stuff too. Oh yeah. yeah I got one. Little, but yeah, his little finesse. So Ooh, wait, who were the other two again? So it was Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Rome Flynn and Drake. Okay, so I would marry Michael B. Jordan for the obvious. I would kill Drake and I would fuck Rome. Drake gotta go. Really? I I would kill him. I yeah, I would have. I feel like Drake would get on my last fucking nerves. Like the very last <laughs> one that I had. Yeah. yeah, I feel like all the like jokes and shit. Like I would just be like, oh, okay. We can't both just be so fucking funny. <laughs> what the fuck? I feel like Drake would fuck the shit out of me. You think so? Yes. I, I feel think, like it's some mid. Like, it's like me. I just feel like it's not, it's like gas and it's not what it's going to be. It doesn't, so. He doesn't give I'm, me big, big energy. He gives me like a couple strokes energy. But <laughs> he's there. I don't know. He talked too much. 
I don't know. I don't know. I think he would <laughs> he would just be in there for one with like one thing in mind. And I would be I'm so happy with that. Like, yes, just come in and like pulverize. Oh my and god. He seems like a fun person get though. Red, get that head. And then leave. Oh, if I fuck Drake, I better leave with a fucking party gift. A bag. A, a bag. <laughs> you can afford it, nigga. Pay my rent too. Why yet? That's like literally throwing a small yeah, little itty bitty microscopic pebble in a pool for you. Just pay my rent. It's right. fine. You'll you be could okay. just pay my student loans. I'd be straight. That's yeah. it. Actually, even one better. Pay it off. Thank you. Put me in a trust. That'll be great. Right. <laughs> right. Make this a residual. I would Am I asking for too that. much? Is that too much? Too far? <laughs> I feel like that is just enough. There we if go. If you had 20 bitches on a residual payment plan. You'd be like so content with all the money you have left over. So just like add me to the roster. You don't even have to give me outside all the shit, all the nice. I'm okay. Trust me, I have a life. Oh, I just need you to finance it. And then whenever you want to, not even saying I'm a concubine, but I'm not saying I wouldn't be. I'm gonna say that. (laughs) (laughs) You said you would marry Michael B. Jordan. Absolutely. He just looks like he would be the, he would try his hardest to be the best husband he could be, even though he would be yeah. like probably fucked up in a whole bunch of other ways, but like he would try. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what he gives me. Like, I'll try. He's like work wittable. Like you can yeah. take the good with the bad and kind of like make it a, a decent situation. He seems like he can be fun, you know, like <laughs> his personality is there though. Or do you think it's like, just shut the fuck up? Probably. I don't know. His best friend is from here. He's from the city. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. At the um, very least, at least laugh around him. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> his funds are for his friends are fun. There you go. And, and, rich. Rich. and rich. But I don't know. He might be dry. He might be dry. Like he I just feel like and I feel like he 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 probably I feel like he like sexually he probably would be like oh my god I feel like he there's either two things he could be like really like crazy super like super freak undercover freak or he could be like really like too timid and like everything is just kind of like vanilla when it comes to like sex I don't know about that I feel like I feel like anybody is like trainable (laughs) when it comes to like but innately I think he probably would be like he would just like somebody like yeah yeah like bringing the energy and just like being like a presence and like actually being like fun and shit I don't know you know what it is his so Rome has a like his sex appeal is like here and then Michael B. Jordan's sex appeal is like right there with him but something about Rome just doesn't seem like boring but he probably could be like I think he's more serious yeah that's what it is you know, he could probably be the most boring one of them all. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan is, like, predictable. Yeah. That would kind of take this one out. Very safe. Yeah. Like, like... Like my dad would, like... be, like, the one you don't pass up on because you can, like, see the good life. Yeah. And you can see just, like, the consistent, stable, like, home, but not, like, the adventure. Right. And you might have to pull... You might have to work a little harder to bring some of those things out in him. Yeah, you know, what you say? Depending on how, what kind of woman you are, you know, that might be fun. I right. Right. don't know if I would enjoy that for an extended period of time. Yeah. You might. I don't know. Are you ready for mine? <laughs> okay, so yeah. I'm going to do my, my old niggas first. 
Okay. <laughs> My all-time favorite. So Mary Fuck Kill. Would you Mary Fuck Kill Lorenz Tate? So beautiful, so fun. So <sighs> Morris Chestnut or Dr. Dre. Brittany. I love them. Keep what? it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's my starting three, and I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Brittany. <laughs> Lawrence you know, when I, first, when I was finding mine, I was like, I started to find people I'm like that are that are like unquestionably fine, right? No. <laughs> and I was like, hold on, hold on. Let me think of people that Brittany would like because I you <laughs> do not like ugh. Bianca thinks she has the best. I would easily kill Dr. I just Dr. Dre. let you know. What'd you say? You, Bianca thinks she has the best tape in the, taste in the world and questionable. I a big-ass questionable stamp was right there. <laughs> I wish Brittany, I had. No, I do have I, Everybody I, thinks I, that my niggas be fine because they do. Who is everybody? All of them, every single one. I've never dated somebody who's ugly. Brittany, on the other hand, dates niggas that only Brittany would like. All Nobody else beautiful. would like them. All of them are beautiful, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Bitches was trying to fight me for him, okay? He's beautiful. <laughs> Dr. Dre is fine. Hit. Done. He's off the list. You're killing Dr. He's Dre. Off the list. Oh my god. He's off the list. What? He is killed. Done. Deceased. Now who are the other two? I can't even remember. Morris Chestnut. My fucking train of thought with that. Ooh. Morris Chestnut or Lorenz Tate. Now Morris, oh, I would. Oh damn, that's like such a good one. I don't know. More. I mean, Lorenz Tate is short, right? Okay. <laughs> what the fuck I'm just trying to think of how this would work I mean I'm short so like it, I guess right you know, it doesn't matter we have the like, advantage we can date whoever we want to date and marry it'll always be great Mary Morris Chestnut so I could just like fuck him, fuck forever. him forever yes yeah um, Lawrence Tate seems like a one and done he seems like he would be like a fun like just you know somebody you see French he would yeah. be the friend no I don't want to be his friend <laughs> he is fine he is he is fine. Fine. He's, I'll be sliding in his DMs every once in a while. I'll like laugh at something and just be like, <laughs> oh, I, he, he had like him and all his 20 brothers had like the last, one of the last like parties here in Chicago before uh -huh. COVID uh -huh. happened and ruined everything. And he's and married to so go. I knew I should have went. She knew what she was doing when she locked that down. Okay. If I was just, I, I was trying to sub this thing older. What would you say? If I was born like some years before, like maybe 10, we could probably be here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we could probably be married right now and I could have a bunch of little elders really running around. Funny, so. He looks, first of all, K Dog. Uh, love you. Wait. If it's you're crazy. watching Lorenz, was so young back then, but yeah, like he is, he is, he can. I mean, I would fuck him now. So there's that. I ain't following him for fun. I'm waiting <laughs> on my chance. <laughs> waiting in the shadows. Yeah, he legit does not age. Like him on power, he looks so good and like so young, so healthy. I'm just like, oh, I love to see that. Beautiful. It was yes. Yes, but one and done. I don't know if I could like. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, I feel like other ones. Oh, okay. My other ones. 
are these are my older my older Ew. guys come on all right okay. for real okay Nas. okay lenny kravitz no why would you do this yeah okay ah uh, you know this one is okay. gonna be so hard i'm so it. sorry but for real you gotta go oh fuck out of here for real bye i don't care I am fucking Lenny Kravitz. When I say I, <laughs> I am running, like run wherever you want me to go, yeah. I'll be there. And I'm marrying. <laughs> Who was the other one you said? Nice. Oh, definitely Mary. Not are you kidding me? Oh, oh. so I can see his beautiful oh. face every single day. What? He is so fine. He's so <sighs> he's like a beautiful human creation. He is. My God. It's just, and he's aging beautifully. Yes. I like his yeah. mole. It's a little moly, moly, mole. So I would cute. probably do the same. Yeah. I'm sorry, Pharrell is a very nice person, but he only the strong survive. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, in, in, like, if maybe he was in comparison to somebody else. Yeah. But, like, like with those different. two, it's just like they are just. Of all the producers, Pharrell's probably the finest one. Definitely. like popular yeah, mainstream super popular like mainstream super popular obviously you know at one point i used to think Kanye west was like the finest thing in the world i don't don't judge me i know i don't know what i was thinking sorry Kanye. i think you're a genius but that doesn't yeah. mean that you are my type as an adult young Kanye, young Kanye was really cute he was cute he was like a little teddy bear sturdy yeah. line. now like, i look at him oh. and i see like somebody's daddy but like in the worst way yeah yeah he's he's definitely an older older now <laughs> but yeah right. I think you know nothing against it. aging everyone ages <laughs> right but not our men they not allowed to do that no please be preserved in the permafrost forever <laughs> and who was the other person i forgot who oh lenny kravitz oh. lenny kravitz oh can we just take a moment <laughs> to appreciate how fun it's like surreal it's like it's like how are you fine forever did you ever know ugly was ugly ever there i don't think so i might marry i might marry him i might have married him just to like yeah. he seems like somebody who has like everything everything keep you on your toes like and be just so good to look at just so like sexy and flawless denise huxtable and her men top tier her yeah. current husband jason momoa what are you kidding yes. me and your baby daddy is lenny Kravitz. talking about denise huxtable <laughs> <laughs> but yes yeah could you imagine telling people like oh yeah my baby daddy's uh you know lenny kravitz and then my husband is jason momoa what girl i would kiss clearly you have a type <laughs> sturdy strong essentially just, just uh, uh, love you perfect okay. You're about to laugh at this next one. I want to know what her secret is. <sighs> what Maybe we need some dreads. Maybe we need some dreads. Lock yeah. it up. Spice it up a little bit. Okay. So you watched uh, She's Gotta Have It, the series, right? Yes. You remember Mars? Anthony Ramos? Yes. Him. I fucking okay. love him. He is so, I had dreams about him. He's popped up in my dreams and I was just he like. He is cute. He is cute. He's and so he, cute. He's, he's most frankly. 
he he just did like a ad a, a ad for like Calvin Klein or somebody singing. Oh yeah, he also has a beautiful, beautiful voice. He's very he's married too. I believe he's married, but he is beautiful. Yeah. The moment the Huh? To Jasmine off Hamilton. Jasmine, whatever her name is. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That was that. She was in something else too. I can't remember what it was, but she was in that as well. But he is just okay, so he's one of them. Then there <laughs> Young MK. <laughs> Did you hear me? Brittany. <laughs> I love, I love you. And then there is Woody McLean. I think he's so cute. He's like oh. the guy's like Woody McLean, the person who plays um, in Power Book Two. Is that what it is? The um. Oh yeah, he plays Kane. Yeah, yeah, Kane. Yeah, yeah, fine, fine. Oh. Okay, he is fine, fine. Okay. okay. It so is, I know you're gonna feel young MA, so go ahead. Yeah, she's out of her off. I'm sorry, girl. That's just weird. Um <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um it was Woody and who? Oh, Anthony from Mars. Just say Mars. Oh damn. That is like I Mars is fun. Think of all the fun you're gonna have. Probably just fuck all three of them and get rid of them. Like, but yeah. Woody McLean, like outside of power, he seems like really fun to be around. Yeah. He was like so, his Instagram, I, he seems very like multifaceted, which is like yeah. a turn on. Before and he got Anthony, um, Ramos uh, is awesome. Anthony Ramos is fine as fuck. We already know he's talented, fine as fuck. He would be my all-time favorite of them all. Like of the, of them all. He's so cute. So fun. Yes, he's he is very very cute, and I it's love the freckles. I love freckles. Ugh, so cute, and he has like a bunch of little freckles on his face. He has that like very structured jaw, mm-hmm. and he seems like he's goofy and like silly. Like, and he can sing to me. At least, I guess it would be fun to be around like for all of life. I don't know the them two that well. I know for sure I would never even young MA couldn't touch me with a fifty foot pole. So she doesn't mean that. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I sincerely do. Um, but between them two, I would probably one and done. I would probably, I'd probably marry Anthony Ramos. Mm-hmm. He's just not. because he's cultured. He's, you know, he seems like he has a more worldly view and like he would be able to like give me more out of like my life experience like he would just contribute to shit you know instead of like it wouldn't be like an average life that I would live with him he's a modern renaissance man and he's beautiful yeah yeah (laughs) we love to see it I love to see it you know Woody so I followed him on Instagram before he did the um new edition movie like uh, maybe only for like a year or so and he was doing a bunch of skits that's how I found him he was doing a bunch of like those IG skits and shit and then oh he got, yeah he's yeah. still like post though sometimes he'd be yeah like, y'all remember this those of y'all who are following me way back when no nobody was following you before power I'm sorry <laughs> I saw him and I was like, go ahead and follow that one. Keep that in the Rolodex. He's very handsome, though. Like, watching him on Power is, like, he's so fine. He's cute. He's got one of those... 
I want to know because Keith Powers is fine as well. Where did they find him? Yeah, Power is like... No, Keith Powers. Oh, from New Edition. Yes, he is so cute. Yes, he is. He's like old school cute, like 90s cute. Yeah. He's got like very, like my sister says it all the time. She goes that all the fine men died in the 90s. Like they're just, stop, they stopped making them after the 90s. And they had to because today they just, they're, they're not like that traditionally fine anymore. Just like undeniably handsome. Yeah, like Denzel. Ugh. Back in it with his little, little curl. <laughs> he was just fine. Like fine. Even Eddie Murphy was like cute in the 80s and 90s. Like, yeah, it was. not that Eddie Murphy is like ugly, but he's such a clown. It's hard to like look at his person, like his face. I guess right. I think of him like that. I feel like comedians always get that too. Yeah. Like I was recently, well, I don't know what I was watching recently. It was an old ass movie with somebody like, like um, I don't know if it was like Mike Epps or my guess is fine i don't care what nobody says that's yeah. a fine ass old ass man yep love you mike and one some of one of the other comedians i was just trying to think of i can i don't know who it was but well, oh dave Chappelle. you know dave Chappelle is kind of cute he, he is it's in a different way though it's but not comedians, like they have a way of making you feel like they're just like your average friend from the around the way like your friend from the block you know and like that I think like distracts from their like attractiveness Mm -hmm. but they are they some of them be fine like Dave Chappelle and Mike Epps they were fine and now a word from our sponsors hey listeners are you looking for a black-owned fashion brand that's more than meets the eye try mogul fashion brand that's m for motivate ordinary people to do extraordinary things O, to organize individuals into units of power. G, grow and establish resources in your community. U, unite people through love and understanding. L, lead by example so that those before you are proud and those after you are inspired. That's Mogul Fashion Brand at M-O-G-U-L Fashion Brand on IG and M-O-G-U-L FashionBrand.com. Bye. Let's get back to the episode. For this week's discussion, we're talking about the signs. So we're talking about the zodiac zodiac signs, astrology. And I thought it would be fun to do our natal charts. So I'm going to give a little background on what a natal chart is. A natal chart is your birth chart, which is basically a kind of like, what did, what did they call it? They called it a map or a chart of where the planets were at the exact moment and date, time, like all of that, that you were born. So ideally, the whole idea behind astrology is that, like, I think of astrology as it's like just the way that the planets and the world was functioning or motioning at a certain time. So like the same way, you know, during solstices and things like that, like waves are being pulled certain directions because of gravitational pull, all of that. It, the same thing happens to our bodies, like we're impacted by how the world is positioned or where the world is positioned at a certain time. So obviously you would think something would kind of stem from the day and the moment and the time that you were born. So we're going to do yours first because I think it'll be more fun. Or should I do mine first? I don't know. We'll do yours first. So you know your sign to be a Cancer, obviously. So your natal chart is what they do. They take your, uh, are you you familiar with like natal charts and everything? No, I don't know if you're saying natal. Natal, like, yeah, like natal chart. Okay. Natal, like birth. Natal, yeah, your birth I chart. Can. 
So your birth chart, your birth chart specifically, let's see. <clears throat> so what it is is June 29th for those of the those of you who don't know. June 29th, I think it was right around 11:52 a.m. or something like that. And I'm not gonna tell you all the year because it's none of your business. Right. So I'm gonna focus on four signs. I'm gonna focus on your sun sign, which talks about dominant personality traits, uh, your moon sign, which is like your emotional or your intuitive nature. And then your rising or ascending sign, which is like your first impressions, outward um, appearance to others, how others would perceive you. And then your Venus sign, which is how you express your affection, openness, and your love. And like, it's your love sign, basically. Okay. So your sun sign, which is your dominant personality, is a cancer. We knew this. <laughs> <laughs> so it says a cancer it, a sun and cancer natives have strong survival instincts. They are protective of those they care about and themselves too. They are often quiet, no, quite reticent. What is that? Have you ever heard that word before? Reticent? Yeah, look at that. I'm about to look it up right the fuck now. I don't like not knowing no words. How do you spell it? it? Ew, it's not thoughts or feelings readily so like private oh yeah yeah yeah. okay not revealing one's thoughts right okay so you're quite i'll say reserved uh, about sharing their yeah. inner selves to the rest of the world and are often caught up in reminisce cancers have a reputation for moodiness although this trait is mm. oh god i don't have my glasses on although this trait is what i scrolled up too far damn i clicked the button and i'm all the way at the end of your chart <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> That's funny. It says that we're moody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't disagree. I look. I'll talk about cancers in a moment. But <clears throat> although this trait is most evident when the moon is in Cancer, Cancers need roots. They ex they resist change to an extent and concern themselves about being secure and safe in most in, in most everything they do. Cancers can be quite intrigued by objects and history attached to them, antiques, photos, souvenirs, things alike. Cancer is a very sensitive sign, duh, and they don't always appreciate it when you're blunt with them. Their reactions, will, <laughs> reactions to hurt will depend on how thick a shell they have developed. Most cancers react by withdrawing or retreating, and then it just goes on to more. So for your sun sign, that is, again, like your dominant personality traits. Do you agree? I agree with most of it. I would say like up until the part where it was like, oh, they really don't like take well to bluntness. I, me personally, like I'm, a, I'm, I'm quite blunt. Like I'm, I'm not really one. To, I am. I feel like no, I'm not one. Like, and I really don't like what people do with me. Like when I tell a story, You're I'm like, oh, yeah, I went to the store and got this and like, other people have so much detail and like emphasis and I just but that's like, not bluntness that's just like whether or not they're how they tell I just be like straight straight storyteller that's like your storytelling or the way you communicate is just direct that's not blunt though you're not blunt I would say you're more like not passive you're like passive, passive aggressive. aggressive but not like passive aggressive and the agitation way where people you know where people when you think of passive aggressive you instantly think of like maybe like that co-worker like, or something that's constantly saying yeah like something like that yeah. like somebody that's like pushing but they're scared to tiptoe over there I would say you're like scared to say what it is I just think that you're not outright like bow 
that's exactly it. It's more like, okay, I'm going to tell you what it is, but it's going to be a gentle blow initially. I'll say initially, yeah. like you're delivering it without, with regard for other people, I guess you could say with like right. thinking, you're thinking of the person ahead of time. So I can agree with that. I think yours, I think your sun sign, I've always thought you matched your sun sign. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds pretty accurate. Like, uh, yeah, I'd be having my moods, especially like around my cycle time. I just be like, watch yeah. out, watch out. But Please. outside of that, I mean, I think, <laughs> yeah, I guess I can be kind of reserved, especially it takes me a minute to like warm up to people, but that's, yeah. I think also do, I don't know if that's due to the part that like, I've had a lot of the same people in my life for a really long time. And so like, if you around, you know, you've been around and if you're right. new, it's, I'm already accustomed to these other like relationships, yeah. but yeah, I'm not, I don't take well to like new, new people or whatever, but yeah. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll read my sun sign then. My sun okay. sign, I'm a, a, a Scorpio, of course. And I, where's my chart? Brittany's birthday. Brittany has, Brittany's birthday is 11-11. Yes. Which I'm is right. like an anomaly because she's also an identical twin. So it's like mm-hmm. a super cute day. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. My birthday is cool, but not that cool. Actually, I'm not going to read my chart just yet. Actually, I'm going to do it after I finish reading yours. Okay, so the next sign is the moon sign. Your emotional and intuitive nature. So give me one second. I got to pull this back up. So your moon sign is after scrolling through. How true do you think astrology? Like, what do you think of astrology? I think it... I think it has some truth to it. I think it resonates, right? Because like generally what you like when you grow up or like as you are born and come into the world, there's a lot of things that affect your personality, right? There's the whole like nature versus nurture thing. Right. There are literally like traumas that can be passed down through like DNA and all this stuff. But also like, I think that the energy that you're born into really can affect like your growth and just like your susceptibility to like the world and so yeah like whatever situation the earth and the stars and the moon and all that stuff is what the moment that you're born is going to affect like the people around you or just like your environment and it affects your development I agree I agree. So I think there is some truth to it. Do I think that people would be like, well, my, my, you know, I use it as an excuse. I need to play the damn lotto today. Like, no, but no, that doesn't make sense. And I hate the posts. Like some of them are funny. So I'll repost them because they're just fucking funny. But most of those posts where they're just like the, oh, the Scorpio in me is like, da, 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 like, okay. But some things like, like Mercury being in retrograde and shit like that. Yeah, I I literally can like <laughs> I can always tell when it's happening because I just like lose my form of like I, it's hard for me to form words and like intentional like it like to put out you know thoughts that reflect act, I mean words that reflect how I'm thinking yeah or what I'm thinking because like I just lose my train of focus and my my train of thought so like There's... and I noticed it in other people too yeah 
and I can definitely feel like an energy shift, but I, 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 I don't know. And also it's confusing because like we live in the Midwest and like the weather yeah. really, <laughs> it's hard to tell. So, like it, really, <laughs> it is hard to be like, to know if you're like in the right mind or in the right, you know, like if the energy is, it, it's very, very confusing, but right. I do think that astrology is like, can be beneficial. I think it has, it's like, there are things about it that are valuable. Absolutely. For those who like learn about yeah. it. There, um, I hope eventually she'll start this. There's, there's someone that we went to NIU with that I'm, you'll, I want to invite her to the podcast eventually. And we talk about science all the time. She's really good at reading people's charts and like explaining it in a way and applying it to like your current or whatever you're seeking. And she, she said she was going to start an Instagram. I hope she does. So then we can bring her on the podcast and interviewers or maybe she could talk more about it because it's actually really interesting the way that she frames it yeah it is okay. once you get into it like I recently have been more into like chakra work and yes. uh-huh. that stuff is like extremely extremely valuable but it is similar in concept to like I mean the chakras also have like a physiological part you know part yeah, they do. It, it, it's I did a, a whole ritual part. Um, the day on really? the day for New Year's Eve, yeah, like not a ritual, but I guess you could say like a ritual, like just the, yeah. uh, like a, what did they call it, like a release, I guess you could say, of everything mm-hmm. from last year. Like and a so new far, situation. Yeah, so far, and that's yeah. what I did. I did it on the last full moon before the New Year, and I did a whole chakra circle. I did my whole like everything basically. Like I did everything, and so far, you know, the year has been pretty good to me. So I will say it's working. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So do you want to know what your moon is in? yeah your moon is in gemini okay so that means okay. let me see. so your moon sign is your again your emotional intuitive nature um okay so let me read what it says here so lunar gemini's are usually pleasant witty and charming people i can agree at home and with family however they can be gloomy and terrible and irritable at times not terrible sorry people with moon and Gem- moon and gemini are always interesting people agree they have a finger in every pie, are curious to a fight and fault, and generally well-informed. Nervousness and worry are common traits with this lunar position, and underlying relentless is restlessness is common, and many lunar Geminis need more stimulation than others. They usually read a lot, talk a lot, and think a lot with this airy, mutable position of the moon. Their homes are usually a perpetual work in progress. They generally dislike housework, but are big on home improvement. Reorganizing their homes in little and sometimes big ways seems to keep them happy. Lunar Geminis are easily bored by both routine and constancy. That was a dumb dumb word. Consistency. (laughs) That's dumb. Often this is a reflection of their inner world. The grass is glaring our applies. So would you agree? I would say hell yeah yeah no that is like crazy see like before before you read this yeah you were like oh does this do you like believe in astrology and I'm like yeah to a certain extent but like then there's something like that and it's like damn I hella be reorganizing my house all the time like literally I haven't even lived in this this apartment that I live in for like a year and I have literally reconstructed the whole entire thing three times so far yeah. I'm sure I will do it again soon because like <laughs> just like I said that like restlessness in me like I will have to get my hands on something and like once I start it's hard for me to like move on to another task without like finishing it literally but yeah 
Yeah, that sounds a lot like me. What were some of the, what were like the highlights of it or like some of the other general takeaways? Here, let me scroll back up. I'm curious to a fault for damn sure. Like, absolutely. That's why I'm like in the profession that I'm in. I just like, I, yeah, I'm like always trying to, I'm always just like, yeah, curious, wondering about shit. Like, I agree. I agree. I think the obviously the easily gets bored with routine. We've discussed that numerous times already on the podcast alone. They're sociable, friendly, feel comfortable in crowds, of course. <laughs> they said some, some ways. Oh, I thought it said play too much. I was about to say. <laughs> I just <laughs> I think of you laughing uncontrollably all the fucking time. <laughs> but it says pay too much attention to what others are doing. I don't know about that. And lose touch with what they are. What is it? And lose, oh, and can lose touch quickly. Yeah, you can disappear a little bit. I can yeah. see that. If I get consumed with like other stuff, it's hard for me to like multi. Yeah. Be multi. Openness. They said, it says you're open, you're decisive, you're persistent, things like that. Versatile, versatile, uh, adaptable, stronger traits of position of mood. When irritable, they become easily snappy. Their moodiness is complicated. It's not the same kind of moodiness that you'll find with water signs. Other water signs, for example, usually difficult behavior sense of restlessness. Okay, so it says like when you get bored, you get pissy. Yeah, <laughs> basically. And it's, it's, it's funny because I was just having a conversation with somebody where I was like, oh, like, I'll try not to get irritated anymore. And they're like, no, no, no. It's not that you like get irritated. <laughs> like, why do you have to act this way when you are you irritated? irritated? Why do we get frustrated? Because like when I do, it, it stop. it like stunts me, you know, like I stop yeah. being able to like move forward with like the moment or the time. And like, I have to like unwind from that frustration before I'm able to like bring myself to the present moment and continue. Yeah whatever's going on I have to like let my frustration have its moment and like if you if you are like there interrupting me having my moment I'm gonna be like, back the fuck up like <laughs> until I'm done and then when I'm done being frustrated I'd be like all good what's up but I understand that people don't really receive that well so I'm working on it but there's a lot of truth to that I can do that I think so far you're like two for two for your sun and your moon sign. I think, of course, there's obviously, like, that's the whole thing with astrology. I think a lot of people who don't believe in it or don't, vow, like, the thing is, the only reason I say, like, it's ignorant to say that astrology isn't real is because with anything, if you don't know, if you're not into it, like, you're not researching it, you're not doing, you don't have any, right, like, provable points, if that's even a word, then there's no right. reason to be going back and forth with people on whether or not things that they believe in are real are not real. I think that's, you know, but I agree with astrology to an extent. I use astrology in a way that's more like, I hate to say it, but like horoscopes for the day, like co-stars. I do. Like, it helps me. It doesn't necessarily more so like co-star and the, uh, what's this other app that I use? I can't remember the fucking bit. Uh, what is the damn app? Oh, there it is. It is the pattern app. They both are more of like explaining certain things about your personality and or your potential per personality traits and then how they're applicable in other at like where is the place in the world, how you might react to certain things or for the day they might say, okay, so today based on your star's alignment, we might say like today might be a day where you might value speaking to someone who I don't know. 
a fire, whatever, and they're, they're vocal people. So reach out to them if you're struggling to use your voice in some reason or something like that. Like, yeah, you know, obviously co-star, but you know, I'm not even going to get into it about co-star. <laughs> we'll move on. So your rising sign is a Virgo. So <laughs> what? This is crazy. You know, it's like before, oh, okay. I want to hear this, but then I'm going to I'll tell you what I was going to say. Go ahead. So rising or your ascendant sign is like first impression, outward, outward appearance and how others see you. So wait, can you start over? I was. Yeah. So you're Virgo, you're, you're a rising, your rising sign is a Virgo and it says it is your first impressions, outward appearance, how others perceive you or see you. So when I think of Virgo, I definitely think of cool or smooth and I can see that for you. I can actually, but I'm gonna read what it says. So people with Virgo risings are often a little under, understated in the personal mannerisms and appearance although a lot depends on the position of mercury i don't know what that means but yeah. generally there is an intelligent and reserved aura about the virgo like i said cool i could see that uh rising individuals that is unmistakable they these are actually somewhat shy people who need time to analyze things around them before they warm up to both solutions situations and people this quality can be perceived as exactly that, or it can be perceived as standoffish, cool, and even critical uh, manner. One of the biggest personality traits of the position is body awareness. People with Virgo ascendants are sensitive to any discomfort or other signals their body gives them. Many are especially interested and concerned with physical health, and some are attracted to mind-body awareness exercise, such as yoga. Virgo's rising people are often rather particular about food. Although some have good appetites, <laughs> there can be an unmistakable pickiness about what they put in their bodies. Virgo Senate natives have a tendency to worry a lot, especially when confronted with new situations. They notice the tiniest details that others overlook. So what do you think? I am I'm like, so I'm just like surprised because I've done this before. Mm -hmm. And I got something different. Like I got that my sun, moon, and rising was like Cancer, Cancer, Pisces. Really? And this, but like this explanation, these are like so spot on. It's just like crazy. <laughs> like it's first of all, I I like don't know much about Virgos. I yeah. did one before, and I mm -hmm. did not enjoy the experience. It's like, <laughs> two out of ten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And so, but it was, you know, it's a man, so it's different, but right. um, yeah, like that sounds, that sounds just crazy. Like, it's just like wild how a spot on that is out. Like, yeah, I have definitely been described several times, several times as being standoffish, unwelcoming. Um, I can attest to that separating myself or whatever like you know but I also am like kind of like a more an, an observer when it comes to like new people so I'll, I will kind of like be seen and not heard like I'll be kind right. of quiet at first and just be like peeping the scene trying to see like what is good before like I jump into something right and that might be you know, it depends on the situation. Like I can typically read the room and be like, oh, you know, this is just like a, <laughs> like if I'm like at a, at a like get together and it's just like a one-time yeah. lighthearted thing versus like people trying to cultivate new friendships or I'll be like, okay, let me just see like, or, you know, is this a, a good- standoffish. Not too crazy though. I think so far you're like three for three for sure. 
Yeah, this definitely, uh, <laughs> it's funny because it talks about me being like a picky eater and like, oh yeah, that was the other thing being like aware of like my body and like paying attention to mm-hmm. the things like I really am very like intuitive and I try to be really in tune with like my gut feelings and um listen to my body when it tells me I'm like too tired these are things that I'm like able to preach but also practice there's a lot of things that I preach and don't practice but like being connected (laughs) with your body that's like something that is like really important to me I would say just listening to this and listening like knowing you the things that you're saying like there are a lot of there is a lot of alignment like there's definitely a lot of alignment yeah it was kind of what as I was reading it earlier I was like oh yeah there's a lot of alignment here yeah it's like crazy it's like very in like especially this last one was like really specific it was like you know they might be like a picky eater and blah 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 blah. like Mm -hmm. it's just like what what so that means so you are uh what did we say you are a cancer Cancer, sun gemini a gemini moon and a virgo rising that's That's a lot of signs it is it is a lot that that's explains the moodiness like what what do you want me to do <laughs> um, this is the way that I was born now I'm gonna start saying that excuse me I'm a cancer Gemini uh, Virgo you really can't like <laughs> and there's other houses <laughs> like and this is why I want that girl to come on and like speak to some of the other stuff too eventually like maybe if this episode gets a lot of traction we can have her come on but yeah this like she speaks to like the different houses because there's different, like I, I'll say like level, but houses that each thing is in. Like she breaks it down to like the science of it where I don't even, I don't. That would, be, that would be cool. Do you want to know what your Venus sign is? So your Venus sign is what my is that? Venus sign. What is it, a Venus sign? It's your love sign, right? Okay. So <laughs> it is your sign and you're going to like this actually. It's how you express your affection, openness and in love and your love sign, right? So you're going to love this. You're Cancer and Venus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so love for Venus and Cancer is best when it's committed and rather predictable. These people are sensitive in love, even in their sun, even if their sun sign is more playful and outgoing signs of Gemini or Leo, which you're obviously a Cancer. So you're like deep in there. Like these are feelings. These are <laughs> like yeah. in there. you may even say that their egos are a little underdeveloped when it comes to love but they have a lot to give in return namely security comfort and care venus and cancer people show their love by caring for you they pay more attention to your feelings than your words and observe you rather carefully they want a safe solid relationship they can be a little moody they keep saying this moody shit <laughs> yeah what are they on with me right they can be a little moody in love and some go as far as giving silent treatments and engaging in pouting routines to get attention from their <laughs> mate <laughs> uh, <laughs> they are turned off by anything too impersonal and too much rationalizing leaves them cold they are not afraid of emotional confrontations even if they have a gemini son and appear Slightly in other areas of life still lead these lovers are always worried about worried they'll be left high and dry if you hurt them they'll have a hard time forgetting uh every so often they'll retreat into themselves not unlike a crab wink wink i guess that's like the joke <laughs> and it can be difficult to pull them out this is when they use extraordinary nursing abilities on themselves and instead of you and you simply don't want that pleasing venus and cancer involves a lot of snuggling and sentimentality recognizing their attachments to their family and home 
help them to feel confident with you. <sighs> when they are fearful of being rejected and they can resort to some frustrating tactics and to find out just how loved they are. So what do you think about that? <laughs> Let's talk about I the think towards the end, towards the end, it started to sound more like me. In the beginning, it was like, oh, to stability comfortability and like routine and it's like <laughs> no 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 I'm like the opposite of those things like but I think that also has like to do with like I'm sorry my... you said you're the opposite of routine yeah I did say that do you think that <laughs> I do think that you are absolutely the fuck not I literally hate having a job like I literally hate that, having that just job. means you like you don't like reporting to them people every day you are you like routine you I like function how- in routine you function in routine. You without a routine is like disaster. You have yeah. a routine and you follow it every single day. I mean, and that I, goes for I, love but as that well. doesn't mean that I like I like it and would like my life to look structured. I think exactly. that like, I probably need some structure. Like you think you don't anybody here dealing with me probably you don't give yourself a lot of credit. You're very structured, especially in your relation relationships. You're structured. I'll say that. Okay. That's interesting. I never heard. You don't think so? No, I feel like people always feel like they're trying to like create structure around me. Like I'm just like this, like, well, that's because you're trying to avoid it. You're trying to fight it, but you fall into structure. You're one of the, let me think, I'll say it like this. You might think, not think of a traditional idea of structure, but when I think of structure, I just think of like following something that models something that you want so adhering right. to something that you want you're following through yeah, with it. it's not like it. all over the place I can I definitely can see that yeah true now I mean I definitely like the thought of like security and being sure not have to just wonder like I like to think parts of my life are like at peace while I'm working yeah. on other parts of my life you know but but think about your relationship because this is like your love sign right so do you think right. you don't have structure right. in your relationship yeah, I guess I guess in terms of that, like, yeah, I would want I would want something consistent, mm-hmm. but also fun. Um, I mean, not saying that consistency isn't fun. I guess it can be, <laughs> but definitely towards no, the end of that discussion, towards <laughs> the end of that description, it started to sound a lot more like me. Okay, right. I want to hear about you. All right, so of course my sun sign is a Scorpio. <clears throat> So it says so again. Sign is always just like your main sign, like your actual sign that you know about. That you so remember. like you know dominant personality traits. I'm in November Scorpio, so I know that just makes us ten times better. Sorry, Ashley, and all you October Scorpios. <laughs> so it says Scorpios are known for their intensity. They are determined folk determined folk that absolutely throw themselves into whatever they do. But getting them to commit to something is rarely an easy task. In fact, it's better to even, to not even try to get them to do anything. Solar Scorpios absolutely have their own mind and their primary motivation is unlikely to be prestige like their Capricorn friends or even authority. Leos can have that too. It's real power, period. Their power can be absolute, can absolutely be one of the behind, be of the behind the scenes variety just as long as they have it. Um, it says plenty of willpower, that's the other thing. Grab them on. Simply sit back, watch quietly. Moments. Blah 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 blah. So I always think everything that they say for Scorpios is generally fairly true, aside from like. I think that's pretty true. Like, 
I absolutely go head first into all projects, fully involved, all that good shit. Um, <clears throat> what did it say? I would say when I think of you and Winnie, I think of like a force, you know, like a, in two different ways, like two, yeah. like you specifically. I get the just same. like you uh, yeah just like a force to be like reckoned with but you're like kind of like a silent but deadly like killer you know like you're like I like Whitney is boss. like loud and noticeable and mm-hmm. like she is forceful mm-hmm. you kind of know not to really fuck with her very present it's like somebody people got to find out the hard way and it'd be the hard way like but you are I think of you as like a force and especially thinking about just like a lot of like the things that you have like been through you know mm-hmm. it's like you're just like powerful and it, <laughs> it kind of sounds like that is like the exact description of what it just said. every time I think of my sign I always tell myself I was like I wonder if I like when I was younger I looked at some of this shit and like just adhered to it throughout my whole life because the only thing that I have been focused on my whole life is like being the boss of something like running something that has been the only thing that has been consistently playing in my mind since I was like (laughs) a little kid I've always just wanted I've always envisioned myself in this badass like business suit like power suit with some high ass heels my hair is laid every day like walking through this like office like yes take me in take it every moment take in this angle this angle every angle like she's arrived like we're we're doing it we're here yeah I can't wait for that moment. It's going to be so fun. What was that like being Mary Jane? Yes. Oh my God. When I tell you I was here with that show, I was fully invested in it. Her crib was like, I want that. I want that whole, like, I need all of that. Um, The whole, like, getting them to commit, like Scorpio's commit thing, I think that is absolutely something that has played a role. I don't know if that has anything to do with necessarily my sign or if it has more to do with just, upbringing you know what I mean like nurture all of that shit but yeah it takes me a very long time and it also gives me extreme anxiety to like just with this job that I accepted now that it's like a permanent role it took me a really long time to like but when I think of you and like commitment it makes me I, nervous no I feel like you want to commit you I just like need yeah. something the right situation has to like it has to the the situation has to be right it has to present itself like when you talk about I like agree jobs like you want to you want to commit to something but like that nothing has to always makes your standards yet like it yeah. just has nothing has just like shown up and been been what you needed to be and I think it's the same thing when it comes to like relationships like you will like commit and, and like you seem just like I think you would like need like a dominant person like to tell you how to commit and no but like nobody has been able to do that for whatever reason like maybe people just aren't grown enough but like I think in all your environments you just need somebody to show up with like all the requirements and all of the all of like the the content that needs to be there in order for you to be like finally finally (laughs) you guys showed up with the right shit and exactly what I need like Instead you're of the you only person who's like ever called me. You're the only person who's ever seen like submissive or submission in me. Like you pointed that out, and I'm like nobody. I'd be trying to tell people like I'm ready. I'm there. You just yeah. have to like provide the stage. And There's just for somebody who is. Like, I can do the rest, but nobody. Yeah. I be getting close. I think I always get close with people, but it always. And once you hear my Venus, you'll see why. Because it's a problem. <laughs> 
Okay. Absolutely a problem. <laughs> okay. So now my moon sign, which is the emotional intuitive sign. I believe my moon is in Capricorn. Yeah, it's in Capricorn. Shout out to Danielle, my favorite cousin. She's also a Capricorn. <laughs> I love me some Capricorns. Oh, Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think for a second. I'm like, oh, oh get on with it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so moon and Capricorn. So again, this is emotions and intuitive nature. Uh, being useful and productive are basic needs of lunar and Capricorns because they generally keep their emotions under check. That is a, a lie. I think it's a lie and I'll explain why. Uh, moon and Capricorn people all come across as competent people, yes. However, turbulent, their emotions may be under the surface. Lunar Capricorns keep cool headed and they come off as steady and reliable people. This position of the moon suggests a desire for clear boundaries and realistic goals, not much for taking risk in life. Lunar Capricorns look for safety and security in most everything they do. Most of them respect authority and tradition and many are planning well ahead of the rest of us. You likely won't have to remind them to protect their interests, plan for old age, or keep full fallback money in their bank accounts. These things come naturally to them. So I would have to agree, like, total, like, 100%. When I read this, I was like, damn. Like, damn. Yeah. Especially when it was, like, the um, turbulent emotions under the surface. I'd be trying my hardest. Like, when I say my absolute hardest to keep everything in control but in reality like I'll be sitting there and I'll be like you're fine you're fine don't do it you're fine like control yourself just don't you don't have to say everything that comes to your mind you don't have to react every time somebody like presents you with the opportunity to react but behind me it's quite literally like a shit show like yeah everything it wants to come out so bad but it's like be cool be cool you're fine you're fine and I think over the last two years specifically like obviously 2020 and then 2019, like with all of our friendship dynamics and changes, that was like the time where I, I've never in my life just been like apologizing to people, just like, just for the sake of not going down that route, just being like, okay, I apologize because for whatever that may, whatever, because I don't feel like going there. I don't want to do that with everybody because then it just becomes this bigger issue and I'm going to take that shit to heart and it's going to stay with me forever. Like, I'll remember every little thing that you did wrong. And it's like in a mental Rolodex that I try and keep, get rid of. I don't know if I would call myself, it says cool, calm, and collected. I would say in certain scenarios, yeah. But I think like y'all yeah. know me on a different level where it's like, you've seen me spiraling, yeah. quite literally spiraling in front of people, whether it be like immediate at that exact moment or over a time like a certain time frame, but overall I would say the people I work with people I've gone to school with people I'm like kind of acquaintances with just regular I would think they would agree with that for the most part yeah I yeah. don't see yeah I don't think, I think it takes the right takes like the perfect storm yeah to like set you the fuck off and it'd be but for the but of outside of that I think you are cool calm you know you're cool you could like so who is a cucumber baby I think I have a lot of patience and I think that patience has come with being a twin, honestly, like and having to compromise on so many things as we've grown up and being like between the two of us, I think I have the less dominant personality. I think Whitney has the more dominant personality. So being like the less dominant twin, like I've been able to take those concessions and make that step back. And then we also have 50, you know, a million and one cousins. So 
you learn, (laughs) you learn to just put your things to the wayside. And then, and then again, both of my parents are like multiples, siblings of multiples. My dad is one of eight. My mom is like one of four. I want to say, I think, you know, she's the forever. We never know how many siblings she has. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she'll ever tell us like for real. Okay. So now I'm going to find my rising. Okay. So my rising sign is Leo, which I thought was kind of different. I wouldn't have, I don't know what that is, but it says Leo. I was like, yeah, it's very, it was random. I felt like it's random. Like a Leo, I'm a Leo rising. So Leo rising people cannot help but be noticed. And I have to agree. They radiate a special energy and magnetism. 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 Why the fuck can I not say the word? Magnetism. Thank you. That gets others' attention. Sometimes it's because they are loud people who pay a lot of attention to their personal appearance, especially their hair. Other times it's due to regal to a regal manner that simply demands interest from others. Leo ascendant people or Leo rising people are very aware and body conscious. They are accurately, acutely, excuse me, acutely aware of others and how they come across. In fact, these people are especially aware of personal backdrop. They consider what people they're with and their environments they are in due to their own image. Often Leo rising natives feel as if they are on stage, even in privacy, in the privacy of their own home. They are given rash decisions to they are given to rash decisions to potentials in excess. However, they have plenty of staying power, drive, and their idealism keeps them from getting too getting into too much trouble. The desires to oversee the ongoing, the goings-ons in their circle can sometimes amount to bossiness. If their desire doesn't get to go too far, however, it can mean it can just mean a person who wants to make sure that people they love are right. Many Leo rising people are managers either by profession or character. So that was like a hundred percent spot on. I feel like, like yeah. every time I read that shit, when I read it the first time I was like, no. And then I read it again. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, no. Hear anything that was not like, yeah, exactly. Correct. <laughs> Quite literally. And the funny part is my role is a manager role. <laughs> I know, and after you just got done saying how, like, you've always envisioned yourself as, like, a boss, and nothing less. That is kind of funny. It was very funny, and then I thought, like, the whole, I will say this, I just told Whitney the other day, like, literally earlier today, where did it go? Oh, where where did it go? Oh, uh, not Whitney, I was actually talking to somebody today about, like, my job and how I do my job, or whatever, and, like, how I see myself, and I use the example of being on a stage, like when I'm around other people, for the most part, I'm like, when I'm with my friends and my family, I feel like I'm like, you know, your authentic self, you just do whatever comes to mind. But I'm like, any other time, like when I'm around new people, work, any of that, it definitely feels like a perform- a performance. Like, you're playing a role and you know you're, like, I know who I am in the group at that moment, and then I just follow suit, basically, yeah. if that makes sense. Same with, like, my job with how I interact with people. I, you, you know where that's really actually a big problem at is in dating, like playing yeah. that role. It does become like a thing later on where it's like, I'm playing a role and then later on I might like certain attributes or traits might start popping up and they're like, oh, I didn't know that. You know what I mean? And you're just like, I'm just comfortable. <laughs> that's like the, as far as I can go with it. Right. I'm just comfortable and I, I mean overall when it comes to dating I feel like everybody plays a role at first absolutely a little bit I don't know I really just like to be comfortable <laughs> all the, time. the more but, comfort 
but you want people to like you right when you're starting out so that like you appeal to be likable I also think it's kind of funny because the job that I chose is quite literally like I'm a community manager, community coordinator. I jump my role, my job in engagement, marketing and engagement is all about making things palatable for other people. So part of that is like going into these different and diverse neighborhoods, areas, et cetera, and taking that charisma as my woman, one of my boss called me very charismatic and personable, taking that and like applying it to the people that I'm dealing with in that area. So like I've seen so much success, I guess, professionally with basically just being somebody who's adaptable, like being able to go into a scenario, take a situation and being able to make it make sense to everybody and not just myself, like fully engulfing myself in whatever I'm doing and saying, okay, so you want me to go to this neighborhood? Okay, we'll go to this neighborhood. But before I go into that neighborhood, let me do a little research, background research, whatever. And then as I'm going into it, I already know what I'm leaning into or what I'm not doing, basically. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And then my favorite part, which is my Venus sign, my love sign. My Venus is in Libra. I can't wait to hear this. I love it. My Venus is in Libra. A Libra, it's all about balance. And I love it. I love my Venus sign. I lean into this hard all the fucking time. I've talked about this on here before about like where I love just like balance in a relationship. I like a give and take at all times. I don't ever like anybody feeling like they're doing more than the other. I'm very much so a collaborative lover so venus and libra people will impress you with their kindness even-handedness and willingness to make your relationship work they have a polished manner and love which sometimes make them appear insincere or superficial they are gentle lovers who hate to be offended they are threatened by bad manners and direct or abrasive expression or feelings they not only prefer to choose the middle road they see the middle ground in their relationships you can expect to be treated fairly and you may be turned on by venus and libra's willingness to concede and adjust their lives to fully accommodate you venus and libra natives have idealized images of their relationships even to the point where their relationship becomes bigger than their life, taking on a life of its own, they can become quite resentful if they feel they are being taken advantage of and they make it easy for, and they make it easy for more aggressive types to bully them around. Now that part, never. I'm not getting bullied by anybody, but everything else, I'm like covering my eyes. When they I think, said- I think it, it depends, like not bullying, but idea I bully. people will, I Try think people it. will disguise it as, something else like people oh, try to disguise it as love or like some version of that and you're more, you're more receptive to that mm-hmm. I like agree. being influenced or like convinced of something rather than like bullied is a, no that's not like, term, yeah. that's not a good word for it but if they like sugarcoated it and if they dress it up in gold and glitter you know that would that would be more appealing to you but like if they were truthful about it you could be like hell get the fuck out of my face I don't exactly I like things I think that's one of the biggest issues that I have now is like I have that idealistic part that they were talking about I definitely leave it lead lean into idealism when I'm dating people and that is like my biggest downfall well, it goes back. No, it's not a downfall, Brittany. It's it exactly like, well, we, no, no, no. It's exactly what we were talking about. We're like, you just, you just see something. You want something for yourself. Like right? you want somebody to lead you. Like you want to be able to be gentle and soft and like submissive, but nobody can fucking be can't do it like, man, I have yet to meet somebody that, that, you to, that would allow you to like 
let your guard down and be that soft person. Like there's nobody who has like shown up to the like expectation that would they would need to. I agree. In order for you to be able to do that. I think not only it's a fault, I think that somebody would like really benefit from having you as mm-hmm. like significant other if like well, thank you. they were able to just like be, you know. I think as I use like the last person I was dating is a great example of all of this. I feel like the more that person, like they were good with communicating things, I guess you could say like good wordplay. So they could have probably got what if things wouldn't have transpired the way that they have transpired. I think they probably could have got whatever they wanted because the way that they like the balance, it was very even. It was very like, I want that like gentle, like you said, like gentle. I want, I'm a gentle person. I would like to think, I like to think I'm a very gentle intent. Like I'm very sensitive in my own right, but I I can, I can definitely defend myself. You're very like loving too. Like you want to be, you want to like give that to some, like let, you know, you, I think of you like this, like you need to be with like this macho man who like, is like the Hulk in, you know, Black Widow where like he just like crumbles yeah. around her like he just like I agree minimizes so much because <laughs> you're just so like loving and nurturing that's like what you need that's like the dynamic that you need that's funny that you said that because that's what I seek in certain people I know appearance wise it's not always like what people see <laughs> <laughs> it's not <laughs> right right (laughs) I think it's only been there like maybe like two or three times in all my years of so that's a stretch but okay (laughs) it's not a stretch (laughs) I'm trying to think now like wait is it a stretch (laughs) oh man (laughs) which I also have more to tell you off camera but I think with but the there was something that I said at the beginning that I don't remember what it was. Something that your Venus sign was saying, but um, I'll tell you a couple things that I agree with. I'll agree with okay. polished manner. So I tend to like when I date people, I want everything to look like it, I want it to be pretty. Like everything, like I want the out, like us to be completely aesthetic. Like yeah, like equally yoked in all aspects so that it very like it it matches I guess you could say um I've absolutely been told that some of the things that I say to people like it says that uh they may be appear to be insincere or superficial I've been told that before that by people that I'm dating that they don't believe the things that I'm saying but I think that had yeah they don't believe the thing but I think that has more to do again with like that appearance thing but yeah I think my Libra and Venus I also took notes on this like this was months ago that I took it over it said let me go down here Oh, it said something about um, idealism, optimism, security, and safety and routines. So I think that leans into that as well for Libra and Venus. What else? Oh, the balance aspect of it, like that give and take. I think I talked about that already. And then what else is it? Yeah, gentle lovers who hate to be offended. That part where it said gentle lovers that hate to be offended, I'm, yes. I think honestly, like my feel, again, I'm very, very sensitive. So like the slightest, change in tone the slightest change in actions or activities or how they like speak to me I'm instantly like 
what the fuck is yeah. going on like instantly like I recognize it off bat like as soon as it happens recognize it and I think sometimes the way that I project that out can be abrasive which is what this says as well but I definitely think like I've been called aggressive more than I've ever been called aggressive my whole life like in all of 2020 but also people don't know how to handle black women at all and they they label that as aggressive so that's take that with a grain of salt. I take I'm gonna say I take aggression with a grain of salt because I've been called aggressive by people who have quite literally like damn near like been this close literally, to my every time you tell the truth. Like physically in my face, hollering and screaming, but I'm being called the aggressor Same. because I decided to take being action because yeah. you're this close to me. Well, you should have thought about that before you cross that line. There's a bubble. And once you step into that bubble, whatever happens after that is not my concern. Should have thought about that before you jumped your ass over that line. But that obviously isn't happening in relationships because I don't hit men. I don't put my hands on them. Okay, so um, other things about Venus. Um, they love to communicate with you about their about the relationship. Absolutely. Uh, sharing, turn on, sharing turns them on and tactless or uncouth behavior is a turn off. Um, imbalance in a relationship makes them unhappy. I think that's probably like the most like thing I can take away the most is and I think you would agree with this like when I'm doing that when I'm dating people or with somebody I seek 100% like balance I want it to be equal I want us to both feel everything so one of us like we both have to feel if I'm feeling appreciated or whatever the case may be I want to make sure that the person that I'm with also feels that as well I don't want I want us to experience everything like all those feelings uh together at the same time simultaneously that's I just remembered what it was it says something at the beginning about like you about like you um you I don't know basically what I got out of it was that you like wanted it to you wanted it to work so like what I or, oh like, yeah would be willing to do a lot to like create their right environment to make sure your relationship work right for that to be very true yeah <laughs> like, you're, like I think I said this in a previous episode where I was like when I'm in a relationship I want to at least like if I'm gonna walk we were talking about exes and like leaving on bad terms and I'm like I typically don't leave on bad right. terms because like I will do everything that I can to make it work and if it doesn't work outside of that then that's just it just wasn't our time like I, right. I can accept that and understand that and know that like it wasn't because of anything I did or didn't do. And I think that is how you are too. Like you don't want it to end up being something that you did or didn't do. Like you're willing to do whatever, you know, is necessary. And then if it doesn't work outside of that, then it's not on you. You did everything you could to make it work. It's just the timing wasn't right or whatever. But I think that you, when you feel connected to something, just like a work project or whatever like you are your intention is to finish it out yeah I think specifically with dating and like holding like waiting for things to work out I think I can see that in some of the relationships that I had just staying too long and trying like trying to reinvent things or trying new things as I go through the processes and processes with these people like not also that can be I guess a negative on that aspect of it because I'll do anything not anything but like I'll work to you know make sure that things are happening if they're not then you know you move on to the next one but hey 
Yeah. That wraps up another episode of the Up Late Podcast with Bianca and Brittany. Thank you all so much for tuning in and hanging with us. We are grateful for every ounce of support that y'all give. Thank you to our sponsors for this episode. We appreciate y'all always. And be on the lookout for our new episode next Tuesday. Like always, links to everything we discussed today will be up in the description on our YouTube channel. Details of our pajamas and aesthetic can be found on our social media pages. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, and TikTok at UpLatePod. Our Twitter handle is UpLatePod underscore underscore. Follow our individual accounts at BrittanyJ, B-R-I-T-T-N-Y-J-A-Y underscore underscore. And believe the hype at B-E-E underscore L-I-E-V-E the hype. Inquiries and submissions can be sent to theuplatepod at gmail.com. And until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. We love y'all. Peace.